You've created your business and now it's time to protect it. Whether it's your podcast, speaking engagements that you do virtually or live on in-person stages or the community that you've built, you want to make sure that what you've created is taken care of and well protected. This is where AWB contract templates come in. They're customizable, quick and easy to complete and cost a fraction of working with a lawyer one-on-one. They have tons of options available so you can choose the ideal one for your business needs. It's an instant download. You get a Word doc template, you fill in the blanks and in about 20 minutes, you're all done. Visit pauseontheplay.com forward slash contracts today to pick out your new business contracts. And when you check out, be sure to use the code PLAY for 20% off your contract purchase. That's P-L-A-Y in all caps for 20% off. Protect your business with AWB contract templates. media followers, newsletter subscribers, and podcast listeners, we get to directly witness the branding and visibility efforts of others. But oftentimes what we don't get to witness is how they feel about those efforts and get to know what results and wins that they've had on the other side. Well, in this episode, I am going to be interviewing diversity, equity, inclusion, coach, and consultant, as well as Want Your Fire client and co-founder of Pause on the Play, the community, Erica Corday. And we will be sharing our reflections with you on the last year and a half of our branding and visibility efforts. Screw the template, own your values, and amplify your influence. I am Brand Visibility Consultant India Jackson, and this is the Flaunt Your Fire podcast, where we defy stale marketing advice and own our power. And today I am joined by my best friend, my occasional co-host and co-founder of Pause on the Play, the community, Erica Corday. Welcome back, Erica. You haven't been here in a little while. She my best friend. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, hey, hey. And we also have some new listeners. So if you're new here and you're new to Erica, Erica, could you tell them a little bit about who you are and what you do? I can. My name is Erica Corday. I am a diversity, equity, and inclusion coach and consultant. However, I believe in taking care of the whole human. So it is your business and how it intersects with you and how you move through your life. I support you in figuring out how to bring your values into your brand, but also how to just be better how to be more of an imperfect ally, how to be active in your imperfect allyship, and how to be a part of the change that you want to see in the world. And one of my favorite things about the way that you work with your clients on your own, as well as together with me over at Pause on the Play, is that you support people without without changing who they are, allowing them to still truly be authentic to themselves. Absolutely. Such a powerful thing. Oh my gosh, yeah. Because if you can't show up as you, well, then that's a problem. And I don't want you to be somebody else. If you can't be you, how can anybody else be themselves? Right. And speaking of that, I think it it would be kind of fun to use this episode as an opportunity to really reflect back um, on like the last 
couple of years, <laughs> but really honing in on the the beginning of this podcast and the things that were happening around that time until now, um, I feel like both of us have gone through so much uh, expansion and growth and wisdom and lessons and powerful, uh, should I say wins? Is wins the right word for that? <laughs> I think we can call it wins because you know what? I've gotten to the point that I want to call wins whether they're large, big, you know, almost imperceptible, I feel like wins are often so much more than what we quantify a win to be. Agreed. Agreed. Um, there's been so many and wow, this podcast was started what December, 2019. So it's been a lot that's happened since then. We had a global pandemic. We had a social justice movement. We launched a community together. Mm hmm. <laughs> It's been a lot of stuff. Um, and I guess I'll start with you and asking you, you know, what do you feel is one of the biggest um, things that you have learned about yourself since the beginning of 2020 until now? <laughs> That's a question that you were not expecting. And to the listeners, Ooh, just so no. you know, like we didn't pre-rehearse any of this. There was nothing for her to read. <laughs> this no. is completely organic convo. So I, I, I had my little diabolical laugh because um, the immediate thing that came to my mind is that I've spent all of my life uh, having to be strong and resilient. And while sometimes I push back against those words, I have learned that I am capable of so much more than I give myself credit for. Mm. It's a powerful realization. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. And now I would be remiss to not have you turn and answer that question as well, because I feel like people need to hear that from you. Hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. I've learned so much about myself since January 2020 that <laughs> I wouldn't even. It's it's tough to pick just one thing. Oh, it um, is. And 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 I think any answer that we give would it would be just barely skirting the surface because you know how much time you got kind of thing, but. <laughs> what's one what's one of those things that stands out to you I think one of those things is that the more that I am fully showing up and being myself and being present in the moment not thinking too much about the past and not thinking too far into the future in the moment of what I'm doing um, the more impact that I have and the more excited I am about what I'm doing and also the further my message goes. I definitely recognize that like when I first started this podcast, um, December, 2019, I was super nervous. I mean, a lot of the episodes here, um, I was on my own. We had done so much together in business and a lot of what I had done over here at Flaunt Your Fire, um, you know, consistently doesn't have you here. So that alone made me nervous. Um, and I've always been someone who like public speaking, being on stages and things like that. I have a bit of stage fright. 
And so to make the decision to start a podcast and to rebrand my business um, were big decisions. And I just found that giving myself permission to be more and more and more and more and more of me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And just when I think I'm being even more of me, there's even more I can be of me and more leading with my values and not wavering from that, the more ease I've had. Mm -hmm. So I would be remiss to not ask you to remind people as of the human that you are today, India Jackson today. What does ease mean? What does it mean to you? (laughs) That's a good question. Mm -hmm. Um, mm. Ease means doing more of what I'm really good at and delegating what I'm not to my team. Ease means having the freedom to be able to literally take the laptop with me and work from anywhere. Um, And that's something that I've found after a global pandemic is really important to me is to be able to get out in nature and travel. Um, And I'm so grateful that the business that I've built allows me to to pick up my entire operation and, and go somewhere else if I need to, if I want to, if I feel so inspired to. Mm-hmm. I, agree. I, I agree. I would love for you to reflect some back as well. Ease is reminding myself that I did not take my time, effort, energy, and talent to create a business that I have to run in a way that somebody else told me I had to run it. Mm. Ease is reminding myself that being a mother doesn't come with a prescription on how I have to play that out. Ease looks like being more of who I am out loud and even more of what even more of what some people may bump up against and fully being able to say, that's not my shit. Whether that's my crystals, whether that's my tarot cards, whether that's the the dialogue that I have with my kids, um, the choices on how I, I care for my daughter's hair, you know, the way that I choose to nourish my spirit physically and, and through food the way that I choose to spend time with those that matter to me. Like, I don't give a shit what anybody else thinks. And even in those moments where that little voice tries to show up, I want to kick that shit in the face. I'm going to do what I want to (laughs) do. I'm a whole grown ass woman. Yes. Uh, Everything you just said. It actually made me think of a few more and I'll pass the mic back to you. (laughs) (laughs) Ease over this last year has looked like just showing up and and recognizing that um, even here on the podcast, sometimes I feel like I have nothing to say. And yet, if I just sit down and plug in the mic and be present, there's always something to say. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Thanks. 
Ease has looked like being around and intentionally surrounding myself with people that are working towards living in full integrity with who they are and are very supportive and loving and also are willing to give tough love (laughs) instead of being yes people. Yes. Uh, I'm so grateful for the network that we've built the friends that we have both in common and separately and also our amazing community members. Um, They've definitely created more inspiration and joy and ease to life. I agree 100%. I want to echo something that you said, because when you take the time to build, you know, your unit, you know, personally, professionally, and if you, if you're really doing it, in a masterful way, th- there will be some overlap there. I actually tend to suggest that there should be some. Um, but when you're creating that, I think some of the most pivotal places of growth within that comes up when there's people that you don't agree with everything on. Yeah, People that are going to challenge you in some of, you know, the thought processes that you have or actions that you take, the people that are going to prompt you to kind of really consider, why am I doing this? Is this the best choice for me right now? Did I not pay attention to other options that I left on the table? And having that place of how to prompt yourself to grow and to do more and have people around you that challenge you to evolve and also remembering where is your place of being able to remind those that maybe haven't quite hit their stride that you know you have access to this too right because most of us have been on both sides of that at some point and I think it's important to remember that having the right people around you means that you can exist in both those spaces and be able to support others when they need it too. Right. I mean, I think that that's an important distinction is that ease doesn't mean that things will be easy. No. Um, Ease to me is fluidity. And what I find interesting is in the last year, I've definitely seen firsthand that you can have flow, you can have uh, the ease, you can have that fluid kind of energy about things and yet still have somebody who is willing to say, I see you're doing this and you need to do more of that and less of this because this is really going to support the goal that you told me you had, Um, which could feel like they're stirring up the pot a bit, but that gets you back into that flow even further. Um, And I've just been so grateful to, to see our network doing that for each other. Absolutely. I agree 100%. Ah, so shifting gears a little bit, one of the questions that I'm curious about is, diving into identity a little bit. So I think that a lot of marketing and branding and visibility or public relations agencies will start with wanting to know what are you selling, right? What do you have to sell or what's the end goal? And instead, I like to really look at who are you? Because if we only focus on what we're selling and we don't look at who the human is, then the roadmap that we're building um, might be to a place that the human is not going to feel good about going to. So one of the things that I'm curious about is, you know, in the last year or so, what do you feel like 
has changed or amplified about who you are? It's a big question. I know. (laughs) I can Um, see a lot of things. You need some help. (laughs) Your best friend. (laughs) I'm going to give a few, but I would, I actually think that there's a lot of value in having you echo some of those things back because I think often we can get stuck in our own heads and not see some of what's actually happening there. And so I, I would love to have you do that as well because there's a lot of value in having people around that you trust their input to be able to reflect some of those things back when you're having a hard time actually being able to see the abundance of what's there. I agree. And I just want to say that can be anything from your closest friends and family to, you know, the businesses that you partner with to support your brand mm-hmm. um, and the the consultants or coaches behind them. Right. Um, because I think for me, a lot of what's come up is living more unapologetically out loud um, mm-hmm. and doing it in places that could receive a lot of judgment. Um, mm-hmm. So I think that's been a big thing. I think um, <laughs> loving what I do and yet also loving not doing what I do sometimes and being able to be a human and just go and play and, and fall in the roller skating rink and have a ball with that. And, (laughs) you know, doing, you know, making kimchi in the kitchen, like doing some of this life stuff. And I've really reclaimed some of these, you know, personal moments and snapshots and creating that. And that's been a big thing for me. Yeah, I think um, I I would just second what you said. I've seen you transition from some things that you hadn't talked about publicly or um, maybe you had it in the drawer, (laughs) literally and figuratively, Mm -hmm. and take it out of the drawer and literally put it on the table and be like, it's here, and you don't like it? Kick rocks. (laughs) Yep. A lot of that. (laughs) A whole lot of that. Do you feel like that shifted the way that, um, and you showing up and being more unapologetic about who you are, do you feel like that shifted people's response or interactions with you at all? Um, I think what shifted is that I approach things differently because when I don't have to segment and keep parts of myself literally and figuratively in the drawer, I can show up more fully which then in turn can hold space for others to be reminded that they can do the same and it's safe to do so. And when I'm prompting them, I'm prompting from a place of experience and you know, non-judgment and that this is actually a preferred place to be for when you're ready. Cause I want to acknowledge too, like, you know, it took time for me to get there and I still have pieces that I'm working through, but I'm, I have moved much farther forward than what I was. And so I think, when you're modeling things, which is something that I think a lot of people underestimate how powerful that is, that there's a lot of power that comes from that. I mean, I've had conversations with people in the community. If there's something that I feel like, you know, front facing, I'm not sure what to do with it or how to navigate it. And we're talking about that. I think there's a lot of power in that because people somehow think, oh, well, you never 
feel this or that. It's like, well, you right. don't decide how I do or don't feel about things. Be in conversation with me and see what my reality is. And I think people lose that sometimes out of fear. Oh, I can't talk to you. You know everything. I damn sure don't. <laughs> I do not. And I think that there's a lot of power in learning and, and being willing to be in process. And I think that this is one of the things that from my perspective, I actually think Flaunt Your Fire has consistently tried to remind people like, you don't show up when you're done. Be in process and be transparent and be open because there's no done. You'll never show up. Right. I couldn't agree more. And I think that one of the things that I've noticed um, from my perspective of seeing what's happening as your friend and your business partner, but also as the the company that's behind a lot of your marketing, your social profiles, your email newsletter, um, that the way that people connect with you has shifted. Um, And I think as you started to talk more about some of your hobbies or the things that you're doing or enjoying or your spirituality practices and diving into tarot and crystals, um, I've seen more people be like, oh, me too. And now you have an easy connection point mm-hmm. that is a little less scary to talk about than going straight into like not being racist. <laughs> right. It's like, I'm a human. You're a human. Let's be human together. Right. And it kind of gives them an easy, we talk about it all the time here, but it gives people an easy window of opportunity to start the conversation that eventually many of these conversations have led into podcast um, invitations or invitations to lead workshops in people's communities. Um, but I've just seen more of those start with some of the simple things that you're sharing that are not necessarily what you do. I agree. I agree. But this is also where people can severely underestimate the power of vulnerable and honest human connection. Agreed. Mm, Well, I know we're getting close to time, so I want to ask you one more question, maybe? (laughs) Yes, as long as I can get you to answer it, too. So I'm good. Oh. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Look at you like, (laughs) Well, actually, this is kind of an easy one. Okay. Um, So maybe it needs to be two more questions. But have you had any um, interviews or speaking engagements in the last year? that were really exciting for you and completely lit your fire? Oh my gosh. I would have a harder time picking one. Right. I've had a lot. And I'm going to say, I'm going to say the thing that lit my fire, honestly, was was less about the actual uh, podcast or speaking engagement and more about the power of, of hiring a publicist. And so I'm very fortunate to have Cher Hill of Ginkgo um, Public Relations supporting me. And I thought she was an amazing human before. And to work with her and to see the types of conversations we've had about, you know, what do I want myself? How do I want to be visible? What does that mean for me? What do I want to talk about? And how it's evolved and, you know, where I started, where I am now, and just kind of even seeing the threads of where this can go. It's, it's, been, I mean, even just sitting here, I'm like, I, I almost just didn't stop 
and really reflect on this uh, enough prior to this, which is my own wake up call that I should be doing um, Mm -hmm. of how much I've done, how many places she's pushed me to do things that I may not have done on my own and the connections that have been made because of it and how this particular type of visibility has supported you know, where I am now and where I want to continue to go. Like that's, it's, it's, I'm like, I just sitting here thinking about it. I'm like, wow, I, I really didn't think about it. And this is genuinely, I, I want y'all to know listening. I'm just like, shit, I did that. Yeah, and you did she that. helped me do that. Like, I'm like, you, <laughs> she, I, I, Cher is an amazing man. She a damn powerhouse. That woman right there. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed, agreed. And one of the things that I've enjoyed most about Share is that um, many of our clients, if you're not as familiar with that, do work with publicists. Um, and Share is one of the ones that like, oh, it's been so great to, I like to say share, clients with Share, mm-hmm. um, because her and her team are so great with communicating with us. And I'm just going to say anytime that you're working with multiple companies to support your brand or your business, if you can get them to be talking to each other and be on the same page and support each other, you're always going to get better results. And Share is one of those companies where we know we can reach out to her at any time. And that's made all the difference in making sure that your marketing strategy and your other forms of visibility is matching your, your press. Yes. Yes, I agree. But this is also to me a testament of how we have built a network that all plays well together in the same pool. It's not disjointed. And so for that, that for me has been, I mean, I, I, I almost could just need to sit at some point and really just unpack everything for me that has unfolded in the past year. Cause as we're talking, I'm like, there's not enough time. I know there's, it's just, and, and it's, it's been amazing, but I appreciate moments like th- th- this that do remind me that, you know, and I think we were kind of talking about this earlier that before you start to think, Oh, let me worry about where I need to go. It's like, wait, let's really integrate and reconcile what you've already done and where you've already been because that place you think you want to go, you might have already been there. Mm hmm. So speaking of that, it transitions me into the last thought before. Ah, pause. No, you're going to answer that question. No, you're not. (laughs) We got five minutes. I know. Answer it anyway. Okay. (laughs) Um, I think that. Hmm. My interview specifically that stands out to me as one of my favorite ones was on Rachel Cook's podcast, Promote Yourself to CEO. And we talked about values-based marketing. Yes. And Rachel, if you're listening, I might be knocking on your door to bring the replay of that over here on Fire Fire. It was such a good episode. And I've had so many amazing workshops and trainings and podcast episodes over the last year. Everything from a webinar with Libsyn, the podcast hosting company, to... um, inner voice with Kelly. And it's just been amazing. Something about that one really stood out to me. And 
I think it's when somebody really knows you well and has worked with you as a client. They, mm. Rachel, we had the best conversation. Thank you. Yes, thank you. <laughs> okay, so since we only have five minutes and we got like three. All right. Um, it brings me to the last thing that I want to talk about, which is given all the things that have transpired in this last year of me starting a podcast and you like your podcast that we have together blowing up mm -hmm. um, and really just getting so much visibility. What are you excited about going forward as you evolve your brand? What are you looking forward to? <laughs> I am looking forward to an increased level of visibility that supports where I want me and my business and the impact that both combined can make to grow and having more and more of an opportunity to really broaden the reach of what I know I can do, the changes I know I can make happen because I've already seen it happen. I want to just have level up on the scale of it. I'm looking forward to that growth, that expansion, just more of the, more of the same, just enhancing it some just enhancing it a lot i'm here for it mm, we on too. this ride we got this yeah i'm right there with you i'll say for me um since i know you're gonna make me answer it mm -hmm. it's gonna be the same and also i'm excited to really flaunt what's already happened like we've yeah. achieved so much we've worked with some incredible amazing humans from just getting started to really big household names and we haven't been talking about it. Um, we haven't been sharing our wins and sharing from a place of inspiring, like what is possible and what really flaunting your fire and being more of yourself and living through your values and making that be integrated into everything your brand touches, talks about, does, you know, how much impact that can have and how great it can feel and really help you to find the love and the passion in your business again. Um, yes. So I'm excited to, to flaunt more of that. Same. We got all the stuff to flaunt. Let's do this. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here, Erica. Thank you as always, India. Thanks for everyone listening. What a fun episode. And I'm so glad that we were able to make the time to really dive into some of those reflections with you here on the podcast and know that there are so many other wins. There are so many other things that happened over a year and a half of having the Flaunt Your Fire podcast, but just, you know, so much that happened along the way as a whole, <laughs> life and business. And there's no way we could talk about it all in this one episode. But what I do want to encourage you is if after listening, you um, are having some reflections of your own. Number one, give yourself permission to continue to evolve and to shift things as you grow and as you change to match where you want to go and also where you are today. Because I find that as we begin to evolve our brand and evolve our visibility, sometimes the person behind the brand begins to change and shift as well in the most beautiful ways. And one of my favorite things to do is to support individuals who are shifting, who are evolving and laying out a branding and visibility strategy that makes sense for who they are today and where they want to go tomorrow instead of being in yesterday, doing things in their own way that feels great for them to show up and feels like they are in full integrity with who they are and what they value. 
And a great way to do this or to get this type of support is heading over to pauseintheplay.com slash community and signing up for our online membership. The cool thing about our Pause in the Play community is it has its own app. So you are able to check in with us at any time and get feedback on what you're working on. We dive into all things branding, visibility, and also integrating those values that you have as a person into your brand visibility strategy. And there's a couple of ways inside the community that you can get one-on-one support from me. We have a call every month where I provide coaching and consulting services along with Erica Corday for the members in the community where you're able in almost like a hot seat style to get feedback on what you're working on. You'll also find evergreen trainings that you can watch at any time on all things from messaging your brand's values to figuring out what your brand values are to coming up with your content strategy. There's so many trainings inside the community that you can literally watch on demand. And then we also have live events and live trainings included with your membership. And we really do shape what is going to happen in those live trainings and what live events we're having based on you, based on what you're requesting as members as the next thing that you're needing support with. And one of my cool offerings that we offer every now and then is an opportunity for me to literally support you by going in and showing you and sharing screens of how to do some of the tech things that we all really don't care to do. Um, And depending on the type of computer you have, I'm able to also take over your computer and actually just do it for you because (laughs) I don't know about you, but a lot of our clients really just do not like anything technical or step-by-step or systems and structures and bots and widgets. So (laughs) that's an area that I help people with quite frequently in the community space. So I would love to have you join us. I would love to have you meet so many other amazing and incredible business owners in our space that are happy to share podcast opportunities with you, visibility opportunities, speaking opportunities, you name it, and introduce other people to the amazing brand that you have. Head on over to pauseintheplay.com slash community and sign up to join us today. Now, I also have a request of you. If you've been listening and you have enjoyed this episode, I would love if you could head over to ratethispodcast.com and let us know what you think about the episodes we've been having. Which ones were your favorite? Which ones would you like more of? Which topics would you like to see us cover in the future? As well as specifically, um, because we have this new music, let us know what you think about the new tunes here on the podcast. And the new tunes are really just the beginning. So coming up on the show, you are going to find that we have some amazing guests that are giving you so much value in what they're talking about. And I am actually going to give you a spoiler. So in the next episode, you're going to hear from Autumn Whitboyd and Shantae Hallett from the AWB Law Firm. And they're going to be diving into all things legal. What I mean by legal and protecting your brand legally is they're going to be talking about trademarks. They're going to be talking about contracts and terms and conditions. And so if that has been on your radar, like you really want to listen to that episode because I don't know about you, but I didn't build a brand to potentially have to change everything because somebody else owns a trademark for it. So make sure you take a listen to that episode. 
Also coming up, we're going to be hearing from Jeff Harry. Jeff Harry is an amazing, incredible individual that inserts play into everything that he does and helps others do the same. And he's going to be talking about how to deal with assholes on social media. I know we've all had at least one asshole in our DMs or inbox you name it. So he's going to be talking about how to kind of navigate that in a way that's very playful and can feel um, very lighthearted for you to do, as well as also taking a look at the positive psychology behind some things like that and dealing with your own inner critic. It's such a juicy episode and he provides so many positive and uh, just insightful pieces to different things happening in the world, as well as just navigating life and and putting yourself out there. So I'm definitely going to encourage you to listen to those two episodes. And they are just the beginning. We have a lot of incredible guests lined up for the rest of the summer. So make sure that if you want to check those out, you head on over in your podcast app and follow our podcast. Um, It's going to make sure that you're notified of any new episodes as soon as they're released. Um, If you want an alternative way to do that, you can head on over to fontyourfire.com. And at fontyourfire.com, we have a free Instagram audit checklist, which is really cool to be able to use on any social media platform, but it is uh, tailored for Instagram. And when you sign up for our Instagram audit checklist, it will put you into our newsletter where you're able to get notified via email when we have new podcast episodes. And we really um, hone that in on sharing with you like the top ones and the most important ones for what's going on in the moment. And so it's a great way to stay updated. Well, until next time, I'm going to wish you lots of sun and soaking in all the vitamin D of summertime here in the United States and warm weather. And I will see you on the next episode. Ready to get clear on what matters? Let's do this. From implicit to explicit is a framework that helps you to get clear on what matters and how it informs the way you live and lead in your workplace. Whether it's focusing on the team building and connection that can happen when you talk about what matters to you as a person or how it informs the outcomes that you seek in your business, it can all completely change the game. Having clarity on what your values are and how this shapes the way your work creates the foundation for every action that you take, and then sharing this information across your team explicitly. This is what creates confidence and integrity in what it is that you are creating and sharing with the world. Visit pauseontheplay.com forward slash explicit to learn more about this collaborative and interactive workshop and sign up today. Ready to lead through your values?